Adele hits a record jackpot, will make $2 million nightly for Vegas show, according to sources. Can you imagine making $2 million per night? That just seems insane to me. Like, what would you even do if you were generating a revenue of $2 million a day, basically? So British chart topper Adele, who passed on serenading King Charles at his coronation, may soon be able to buy her own royal jewels after signing the richest deal in Las Vegas history for her extended Sin City residency, the Post has learned. The Hello singer is expected to rake in roughly $2 million every time she takes stage at Caesars Palace after agreeing to do another 34 shows a source close to the diva with direct knowledge of the numbers of the post. The multiple Grammy winner's 60-show deal to perform at the Coliseum, the first stretch of 26 performances ended April 16th, will net her a guaranteed $105 million, the sources said. A second source confirmed the figures. That comes out to $1.75 million per appearance, but the pact also throws in a 5% sweetener if ticket sales minus expenses exceed her nightly windfall, according to the first Adele Insider. The source says ticket sales when the new run begins on June 16th are currently averaging $2.5 million after expenses, which should lift her payday up to roughly $2 million. The cheapest seat at the 4,200-seat arena for opening night is going for around $600, according to a check of resale sites. And the shows will run on weekends through November. Like, that just seems, like, so crazy to me. Like, I mean, she's probably doing, honestly, exactly what she loves to do, which is performing, singing, etc. But, like, imagine that your career was paying you multiple seven figures every time you worked. <laughs> like, oh, that's crazy. So over the first run of weekends with the Dells did fail to sell us some of its 24 dates, according to a report by The Sun that cited Coliseum officials. Still, the guaranteed $1.75 million per show vastly exceeds media reports that pegged Adele's residency deal at roughly $1.2 million a night. It's a record, both sources said. And spokespeople for Adele and Caesars did not return calls on Friday. Now, the interesting thing about when these singers, performers, celebrities end up getting to this, like, this level of income, right, is like, what do you even do with this money? Right, because when you put things into like ratios, like, oh, you should save this much amount of money that you bring in, you should invest this ratio of money that you like, you know, bring in to like invest, and then this much of money for like spending on whatever that you want. Because basically, they don't really have needs. Like, if they're like not stupid with their money, these celebrities, these influencers, these singers, pop stars, whatever, like, if they set up their money right, they will basically never have to, like, physically work doing anything ever again. But 
the problem that I see is that a lot of these individuals that start making really good money, I'm talking a million a night, two million a night, 10 million a year, 100 million a year, whatever, they end up suffering from lifestyle creep, right? Where they could actually be living paycheck to paycheck. Just imagine that. Imagine if you were bringing in two million a day every day that you were working and you were living paycheck to paycheck. Now, I don't think Adele's like that. I don't think she's horrendous with her money or something. But it's not uncommon for people in her position that make crazy amounts of money to literally just blow it, just blow all of it. So Adele was among several top British stars who snubbed King Charles, despite the monarch reportedly wanting her to perform at his May 7th coronation. So the singer-songwriter who lives in Beverly Hills, California, says she had scheduling conflicts. Adele's guaranteed nightly payout snatches the tiara from Lady Gaga, whose residency, according to Casino.org, analysis grossed $1.5 million a show. So the Poker Face Singer's run at the Park Theater at Park MGM ran for four years, ending last May. And Britney Spears reportedly earned $137 million from her Planet Hollywood residency from 2013 to 2017, but that covered 146 shows, averaging out to a little over $1 million per night. And Adele, who pushed back the start of her residency last year, still has a long way to go to sink Vegas' Titanic earnings leader, Celine Dion, who made $681.3 million over 14 years after putting on 1,141 shows. Dear God, Celine Dion, you made so much money. You made over half a billion dollars. That's crazy. So that breaks down to nearly $600,000 for belting out My Heart Will Go On each night. That'd be pretty cool, though. Like If you're someone who just like loves to sing, and you had a cert, like a very specific place that you could just sing every night and just milk crazy amounts of money, that ain't that bad of an idea, right? Now, I know that there's some DJs that make like a few hundred grand or even like a mil a night, depending on where they have their residency, but that's pretty cool, right? You have basically like your spot that you could just perform at and just start making crazy amounts of money. Let's see. Makes you pause and maybe question the system. Like something seems broken when this stuff can happen, the financial polarization of America in particular is getting scary. This person says, no, not really. It's called capitalism. If you're good at what you do and your product is in demand, you can price it accordingly. If you aspire to do mediocre jobs, you will earn mediocre money. Like here's the thing what people need to understand, right? Just because you work hard does not mean that you are going to make a lot of money, right? The biggest factors when it comes to making money is, one, can you scale it, right? So, for example, someone working like a hard labor job might actually make really good money, but there's a cap, right? There's a cap to what they can make because, one, they only have a certain amount of time in a day that they can actually work, right? Two, 
their body is also a limiting factor, right? So if your arm breaks and you are a hard labor type of position, guess what? You are making no money. But, for example, let's say that you're a real estate agent. Well, a real estate agent, you'll get a very decent commission for depending on like whatever house you're buying. Like, I don't know, it's like, I think it ranges from like 2 to 4% depending on like the area, state, whatever. So 2-3% of like a million dollar home is pretty darn nice, right? So like, let's just say this, right? Say you're, hold on, let's say, actually no. Yeah, let's say, let me pull up my calculator. So let's see. So $1 million home, right? Let's just say that, times 2%. Very, very low percentage for commission, right? So if you were to sell a $1 million home one time, that's 20 grand, right? Say you do that, what, five times in a year, that's 100 grand right then and there, right? Now, that obviously depends on your area. So someone in California where the average home price is $1.2 million and you're a real estate agent and you're somewhat okay, you could get five sales in a year and bring in six figures. Compared to someone doing hard labor, making anywhere from between like 15 to $25 per hour is limited by their body by how many hours are in a day, but with a real estate agent, you just got to make that sale, and then you can make another sale, and you can make another sale. You can literally make all these sales in the exact same day. So it's just something to like really think about. Another way to think about it too, let's say that you're selling a product. For example, Adele, her tickets, right? I don't know what her ticket prices are, but let's say that her ticket prices are 500 bucks, right? And let's say... What there was like four thousand seat is a four thousand seat audience, right? Roughly speaking. Actually, no. Let me actually pull up the actual number. Okay, okay. So the cheapest seat is actually six hundred dollars, right? So let's do this. Let's just use the cheapest seat price for all those seats, right? So let's see, four thousand two hundred seats at the lowest seat price, which is not the, this is not what she's going to make. This is going to be like at the minimum, right? Is $2,520,000. So if she were to sell out her 4,200 seat arena, right? Every night at only 600 bucks per seat, which isn't the case because there's more expensive seats, she would bring in, in terms of like, what that whole stadium, room, whatever it could bring in per night would be $2,520,000. And that's what? For a few hours of her singing? Now, obviously, there's stuff going back in the you know back end, you know, performers and like stage people, whatever, like other expenses, right? But this is something that she's selling at a pretty high ticket multiple times that just sells over and over and over again like yeah she has to put like put in work in terms of like performance 
but the act of selling those seats are just going to be sold every single day or every single weekend whenever she's doing their shows, which it says like every single weekend, right? So just think about that. Like if you are able to set up something where you could sell something of decent price constantly that you don't have to constantly keep doing, then you could end up making really good money with very little effort. Like I have seen people with very small followings where they were bringing in like one to two million dollars a year with a nearly 95% profit margin, right? Like think about that for a second. But they have a very small following. They sold a product that the people wanted and they made crazy amounts of money for hardly any work. I think I remembered watching this one person literally play games like six hours of the day and was bringing in that type of money, like which is just crazy. So it's just something to think about, right? You got to really structure how you make your money to where it could be either sold, like you could sell a product repeatedly, like you put in effort to build a product and then you just sell it forever, or you end up doing something where you're not necessarily trading your time or labor for money, but you're actually just getting really good commissions of maybe a high-priced item like real estate or businesses or whatever it is that you're selling. Like, that's the only thing. Just because you work hard does not mean that you're going to be making a good amount of money. I can't imagine spending $600 to watch someone sing. I mean, there's people that spend like five grand to see people sing, 10 grand, 50 grand. Like, it's crazy. I can't for the life of me understand how that woman is so popular. Her songs are no more than facile dirges, 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 heaped with misery and woe. I'd rather stay at home and hammer knitting needles up my nose. <laughs> Don't blame her for making the money, blame the system. She's not the only one making lots of money. You would not complain if it was you making the money. To me, I think anyone who tries to make money and they're succeeding at it, props to you. The only thing is, it's so interesting to see how one person could basically be generating like so much money that you don't even know what to do with it. Crazy. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 bucks.com.